everyone, welcome along to the LARP Tales podcast. My name is Oliver. I am one half of your hosting duo. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Robin. Hey, Robin. Hello. And today we are going to be uh, recording our second part of our recap of And Now My Watch Begins, which was a one-shot, one-shot, I'll get to it in a second, uh, (laughs) Game of Thrones uh, style LARP. Uh, here in the UK at Eversley, run by Feast Your Eyes. Uh, so before we get into uh, this show, the housekeeping, if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. If you are new here, consider subscribing to the channel so you know when a new episode is posted. If you are listening on your favourite audio platform, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I always pause there because I always go to say iTunes. It hasn't been iTunes in decades. Uh, uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a five-star review so uh, people can find us. We also do have a Patreon if you want to support us in that way. Give us a little bit of um, extra help so we can continue bringing you more episodes. You are, of course, under no obligation uh, to do so. You can watch and listen to our content completely for free uh now before i uh roll the intro music um another little bit of housekeeping with this uh so um as as of recording this yesterday uh feast your eyes uh announced uh, that (laughs) there is going to be uh more a song of ice and fire games that they're doing so last when we when we did the recording for the first part uh we i was under the impression that there was going to be no more it's going to be a one shot there isn't going to be a sequel uh i haven't talked to kitty yet um one of the one of the organizers um but so they are doing they're doing two games one of them is going to be uh not taking place at the wall um i won't go into the details um if, if people i will put all the links for these as well down, down below there, there's going to be a, a one that's going to be taking place around about um i think it's like the start of robert's rebellion it's, uh, um from what i read it was more like yeah like around, around the start but like a, yeah. a what if sort of yes yeah, like a what um, if thing and then they're doing a <laughs> a nightmare version of and now my watch begins this game that we're talking about now which is going to be uh basically another kind of alternate but it's being the center of the future and the idea is that it's it's horror and everyone's going to to die in the end at the end of this year um they also did uh, announce as well that they're going to do a a, a second I think I think they said a second round of and now my watch begins early 2025. So I don't know whether that means they're going to be running the same game again or whether it's going to be a sequel or continuation of the story. I don't know. Hopefully I've not like you and I haven't spoiled the whole storyline um for everyone who who wants to come. But if you're enjoying this and you're like hey I want to try it anyway, you know, hey, I mean if they if they do uh, like basically the similar story again and it's just yeah. new recruits again, then I'd be up for crewing it this time. Um, oh, 100%. I'd be up for crewing because yeah. that was incredible. Like, and all the crew were like going on about how much fun it was. But yeah. like the one that they've announced for like the um, 14 years later sort of one where it's um, meant to be um, chasing after like um, Benjen. Um, I'm like, how cool would it be to bring um, Jonquil and um, Florian as like veteran rangers at yeah. this point like yeah. how cool would it be <laughs> yeah because they said any, any character whether they lived or died would be um 
which is uh, pretty cool. Yeah, we, uh, we'd be welcome back, which also means that it's um, you know that they're, they're looking kind of for people to come back and play. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that that one's called uh, Now My Watch Has Ended. I can't remember the name of the other one, uh, but go check out if, if you're interested in these types of games that we're we're talking about. This game uh, currently that we're talking about, go check out um, Feast Your Eyes. I'll put their links down in the description. Uh, so with that, I will uh, roll the epic intro music. There we go, wasn't that epic? So last we left off, uh, our characters Florian and Jonquil had arrived at the wall. We had uh, hung out in Molestown uh, the night before, met some of our uh, uh, future brothers and sisters of the Night's Watch. Uh, in the morning, we had done some. Uh, we'd done a time jump of like a couple of weeks. We had done a training montage where we did some did some fighting, did some grappling. Then we did another little time jump after we swore our oaths. So we had headed uh, north of the wall to go find a weirwood tree so that the knights, uh, the sorry, the brothers and sisters that worship the old gods could swear their oath in front of it. Uh, we came in contact with a group of wildlings known as the Fens um, who had, uh, were capturing or were they trying to were they trying to kill him i don't know what they were trying to do basically someone was crying for help we saved this wildling from these fens this wildling was oh uh so this was corrected we were talking about that the wildlings that we were staying with were called marsh keepers not marsh walkers Ah, yeah okay, i think okay, I, okay, I think a lot enough. of the players and the crew were calling them uh marsh walkers it gets more confusing because there's more uh wildlings there's that show more up ones later. that have what walkers is the second name and yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. uh so um the marsh keepers are uh hosting the night's watch and uh we went out we uh dealt with a few more fens and uh we captured one uh and it the the fen that we had captured was poisoned by the village elder of the marsh keepers we then got attacked by um some uh some different wildlings plus a bear i had chased down the bear uh with a load of other uh night's watch members and uh killing uh two bears um i thought i was safe and then i turn around and there is a bear another bear between myself and uh home and i was there with one of the, i think there could have been two other two other rangers but definitely me and one other ranger was were, were right there uh anyway so i turn around there is a massive bear in front of me <laughs> and i'm like right i'll go the other way now this is the first time on this site as well out of character I don't know, like, is is thick brush throughout that whole... It's a woods, right? So yeah. the the ranger that I was with just, just bolts the other direction and then goes through into the... I'm like, I'm just going to have to follow, right? I'm just going to have to follow. And I remember saying to them, I was like, I was like do you know where you're going? <laughs> They're like, I think so. And so we had to basically, like, go through, and it was like, yeah, we had to crawl through, like, really, really thick underbrush to basically do a massive, like circle up and around up the hill and then end up on the other side of the bear and that's when we met a load more of the night's watch so what were you doing when you found out that we were off chasing a bear because <laughs> this is where i met you 
So, um, meanwhile, back at the um, Marsh Keepers land, um, they were just chilling out, having a great time, having some interesting conversations, when suddenly a member of the Night's Watch comes running out from where a few people disappeared off to, out of breath, calling for help, you know, saying, we need people, we need people down here. And we're like, okay. And I'm like, cool, where is Florian? Ah, of course, he's down there. So um, I grab my stuff and I just start running like down the hill. And as we're running, we pass like more of our veteran members and they stop us and they're like, no, no one can go down there. And they give us this look and we're like, why? And they, they're like, no, no, we can't. We cannot have anyone else go down there. Um, We need to stay here. We need to, to, to figure out. And I was like, where's the other rangers? Where are they? It's like, don't know. We don't know. And I was like, that saw that. So I ran down and that's when I see you like crawling out of the bit. And um, we managed to get you out and everything. And that's when we basically ran into each other. It's when you were coming out of that weird bit of like mm. bush. And I remember like the last, the, the first thing you say to me was like, you know, it's it's a big bear. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I remember because I, I remember c- coming out and being like, oh yeah, we saw a bear. I remember saying you like out of character. I was like, oh yeah, that was really good, but you would not have liked that <laughs> that encounter because oh, yeah. of the baby bear. So, so this is where you like explained to me. You were like, yeah, you would not have liked that. And then you explain kind of what happened with the cup and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, I am so glad I wasn't there actually, because I would not. I would have just been like, nah, no, no, check out, <laughs> not for me.' Yeah. And but I pretty much did that here as well when the bear came into it, because I know it was a big scary bear, but it was a bear. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. I I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. <laughs> but what what was hilarious, obviously, I was te- we, like, we we came out, and then obviously, like, the majority of like the Night's Watch were then in that. Um, so for people to visualize uh, this, so the the fizz rep for the Marshkeeper village that we were staying in, and a lot of their their little settlements, that the roads that come off them into the woods, like it's it's properly thick woods, isn't it? It's like it like yeah. you can't you it's very difficult to stray off the path. So as we're on this path, we are like really really bottlenecked, you know, and, and so we're all there. And uh, so, yeah, because obviously only a small fraction of us went down the first time. And now as as we come up, having just been chased by this bear, a load of the like the keen, uh, especially a few of the keen rangers are like, oh, there's a bear. I'll go take a bear. And I'm like, uh, it's a it's big. It's a big bear. You know, like I think they were just, oh, yeah, yeah that, that'd be cool. And so it was quite hilarious to then to then see them all start walking down and going, oh, oh, that is a big bear. Because <laughs> like we all basically end up in this bottleneck. Now we knew... um. So I just like ran through a bit where it was open and the more veteran rangers were like, uh, no, stay back here. We'll lure it into this big open space so we can like surround it. Uh, no, we all just ran to the bottleneck. And yeah. it was, uh, I guess this tells me something about myself because I was like, can't, can't do it. That's a bear. Can't hurt it. Can't hit it. <laughs> I know it's not a real bear. Can't do it. We then hear the shouts of wildlings. I'm just like, I'll kill the wildlings. Goodbye. I just turned around and ran into all these wildlings coming down because I was like, yeah. I can happily fight these wildlings. I can't hurt the bear. Yeah. So, so I, I, I got a bit, I got a bit confused at what what happened here. So I'm assuming that the bear was there to just like lure us out of that position, and then we got jumped basically by these wildlings that seemed to come from nowhere. So it it became a little bit of a claustrophobic. 
um, in a fun way, claustrophobic like uh, battle, didn't it? Because like you can only have like four or five people abreast on that, um, on those pathways, you know. And yeah. obviously, you it, because it because of the way the, the the road winds as well, you can't really see at a distance enemies coming front and like from behind and in front of you and then it's on a slope as well going like up not a super steep hill but it's steep enough that it affects the way you're going to be fighting you know and because there's thick brush as well that you can technically go through there were people like jumping out the side every now and again you know it's it's a very risky move because we did it a few times we'll get to that but um yeah some of the wildlings were obviously coming like out and and surprising us but the problem is once you spot them it's very difficult for them to maneuver so once you did spot them you just kind of stabbed them through the bush and it was yeah. um that was kind of it for them but yeah if they if, if they if, if they pounce right you know i think they took a few people down on that first push they think, did they took mm, quite a few people down actually mm. and then like um until we got into more of a formation and what was really cool here is obviously we do lots of fighting at empire i think this is my first real experience at almost like a lesson mid fight in a sense because i was there and we had one of our like veterans there and everything and he was um, leading this part and he was like right okay and he put us into two roles and i was in what i was in the role like with him sort of thing and he was like okay and he was explaining how we were doing it as we we're doing it and he was explaining how to like leapfrog and how to do that and i was like wow i actually like you know out of character i learned a lot in that bit there because i learned how to and it controlled it so quickly and i was like wow because at, at first i was like wow we are getting surrounded half of us just fell down we're trying to pick people up and instantly it turned the battle round to be like oh we're in control we are not letting anyone fall and we're able to be quite powerful here that was like really cool getting to do that um yeah, despite the fact that we did lose another Stuart there. Sorry, Stuart. Yeah, we Sorry. lost. Yeah, we lost. See, we lost because a few people went down basically right at the dip where the bear was. Obviously, as people were trying to attack the bear, we we then got because there's like a fork in the road. So, if the bear was down to the to the right, the the wildlings all start coming really from the from the left, and then they were behind us as well, and a lot of people got swept up there um so the leapfrog like ex- explain because i'm a little bit confused as well so explain what is the actual tactic of the leapfrogging okay i might be totally incorrect here but this yeah. is what i think it is is you've got your two rows of people so mm-hmm. you've got the the role that's in the front fighting and the role just behind them and you almost like switch places in in a form so you're like one row's in the front fighting and then they move back and the other row move forward into that place mm-hmm. and fight and then we keep doing that it's like you've constantly got this fresh sort of like um group of people in there while we're while we're moving backwards as we're doing it yeah that's what my understanding was and it was really cool the way that worked it was mm-hmm. like we had two rows and you step back and the person that was behind you at your shoulder was forward but you were all still moving backwards it was just quite a cool tactic um yeah also did you watch georgia get get um into the fight with the bear by the way no because i i'd already no i'd already done my bit with the bears so i was like that's 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 enough i I just yeah because like the bear um because the bear did get taken down pretty quickly but it was georgia was in there and got completely mauled by this bear like the claws going right over her face and everything and it was it was like it was epic and i was i i fully thought that she was getting killed by a bear 
um it like took her eye off and everything and it was just it was properly epic it was just happened like a frenzy attack as well it was so fast i was like wow she's gone spoiler she didn't die <laughs> from the bear so <laughs> that was pretty cool yeah and then we carried on going back and there was a few more wilding attacks um so we really focused on just we had to get everybody back out of this sort of choke get away from these sort of like side bits that we we're getting surrounded by um and then this is where we kind of went into a bit of a rut where we were like no we should be retreating a group of people retreated other people didn't retreat and then we ended up stuck a little bit and then as we were like right so the person out the veteran that was like in charge of our but was like you yeah, know get out of here sort of thing we started moving back um someone did get taken at this point didn't they oh did oh oh they must have yes i guess somebody yeah. had got taken at this point yeah and I'd like to do a little shout out to the Lannister player because you put up with a lot this weekend. You really did. I'm sorry. You took it so well. Like Probably signed so up for well. being a Lannister. <laughs> oh, you took it so well because everyone went at the same time. They have one of ours. And then this rumor went around that it was Lannister and everyone went, nah. Yeah. <laughs> we later found out it wasn't the Lannister. We all <laughs> So yeah, so was it was it obvious to you that these were different? These weren't Fen. No. 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 I noticed because yes. I, I was like, yeah, because oh yeah, they've got they animal talked, stuff on yes. them. Yeah, and they, had, they obvious, could talk. Yeah. It was obvious when they started to speak. Mm. Um, at that point, um, it took me a little while to realize the difference. But to be fair, I think that worked quite well because I was there in the night watch. And I was like, I don't care if they're a Fen or if some they're, they're wilding. Mm. I don't care what kind of wilding they are they're a wild thing. yeah they're attacking so us. i think it worked quite well <laughs> yeah yeah um so we we made we made it back we fought we we did fight them off they were they did like we were basically doing a fight and retreat ended up uh back in the village uh was there like a revelation of who they were did, did the marsh keepers then like tell us yeah. who they were yeah. yeah so it then became this is where things got a little bit muddied um because there was this whole thing about this um about these bears now people can correct me at this point because everyone's saying different things now some people were saying that the bears were coming in to lure us out i don't think that's what happened at all like i really don't think that's what happened in the slightest because the first bear was meant to be like the baby bear coming in that had genuinely wandered off and then everybody got their backs up. And because the marsh keepers were like, we need to attack it, you know, they've sent it to kill us. We all ran in this frenzied attack. Then obviously the other wellings did come in to attack. So there was all that happening. But then the group went off to hunt the bear. Mm -hmm. I think that then caused all that to happen. I don't think, I, I will think anything was supposed yeah. to happen there. In, def in defense we... of the Night's Watch, I, I will say we didn't frenzy. We, we definitely were. Because like, like when it first came, we were like, oh, go away, bear. And then the, uh, but then the Marsh Keeper kept being like, oh, no, you need to kill it. You need to go kill it. So it wasn't just a, oh, yes, I think this was um, like the it, Marsh Keepers mm. who were being like, no, we need to do that. Because it was mm. the Marsh Keepers when we came back who were like, oh, no, like um, that bear, that wasn't actually a bear. Mm. And they were like telling us all these things and they were being like yeah. super like 
worried and freaked out about all the animals. The mm. point, it made us all a bit like, oh, the animals out to get us around yeah. here? What's happening? Yeah. Um. So this, this is where we found out who the clan was, though, right? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. where we found out it was the elk clan. Yeah. Um. So the elk clan are like your sort of um, your tribe of people who um have what's the name of it again? Wargs. Wargs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go. They have wargs, and a warg is someone who can put their soul um into that of an animal while still having their physical form somewhere else. Um. For those of you who watch Game of Thrones, um. Brandon um, Stark did a very similar thing where he was physically there, but his soul was in his wolf summer. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a similar sort of idea. Um, but then, but then, but the wargs are meant to be um, quite common. Mm. Now, the marsh keepers were giving us the impression that they were all out to get them. And it was the wargs that was causing all the fen problem. The wargs were watching us with their birds and telling, telling the fen what was happening. And that's how all this sort of suspicion came around. Um, I don't remember what happened in this next bit here, though, because we so, kind yeah. of had all that revelation. Yeah, we had that revelation because, yeah. so in my mind, the next event was the, 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 the meeting in the woods uh so at some point the elk clan came to basically parlay and went hey look we have one of yours you have one of ours and we were a little bit like uh, apparently we had one of one of theirs we we find out who we had basically but they wanted to speak um so the marsh keepers went okay cool and we facilitate now my character and i'm assuming your character didn't really have much to do with this um so we were just like being told what to do or did you have hmm. any idea did you did you know what was going on really because i didn't i had a bit of an idea because i was in the first group that was meant to be going over and doing the talking and everything mm. no i meant like before um, that like because like for, from from when we came back from that encounter to until we were heading out i didn't actually know what was going on yeah i wasn't too sure actually mm. i don't think at this bit because there was a lot of chat and things um it was actually one of the veteran rangers. Um, they ended up like explaining a load of things to me because things had gotten a bit hairy and people weren't like listening to their orders and things. And they mm. then like came to speak to me after to be like, ah, you know, sorry for shouting at you back there, sort of thing. And I think my response was something along the lines of, "You've been here for like a ridiculously long time and haven't died. I've been here three weeks. I'm going to listen to you." And we had this sort of like back and forth, and then we started talking about like what we think was happening, mm. but not really. I kind of was keeping my distance from these wildlings at this point. So no, not until it came to our separate meetings. That's mm. when I found out what was happening. Yeah, we had our individual meetings. So yeah, that. So I mean, because it was dark, wasn't it? That's one thing I remember about this. It was getting, it was getting dark. Because I remember being able to see people, like, see people heading out. So it must have been just about when the sun was setting, and we had a little bit of kind of um, torchlight and things like that going down. So we, we, the Night's Watch and the Marsh Keepers went out into the woods um, to meet with the Elk Clan, and and for me, I was just like on watch. I couldn't. I was basically getting bits and pieces. I think you actually came and informed me what's yeah. go, what was going on. So you're probably better off explaining yeah, so all of this because I missed all. The of information it. changes. So this is the information that we got at this point. Okay. Mm. So we had the Elk Clan meeting with the um, Marsh Keepers, and when they were having this conversation, it became apparent that 
be like um the, the leader of like the elk clan um his son um had been killed by the marsh um keepers and his bones were still with the marsh keepers somewhere i also found out at this point that it was the bones of a rabbit this is about as much information as i got here although we did kind of suspect a few of us were talking between each other and we were like you know he the 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 leader of the marsh walkers has bones around their neck could this be the rabbit bones of the the son and we had this sort of conversation back and forth and everything yeah the marsh walkers though sorry the elk clan gave us back the one they took it wasn't the lannister um so we're glad to have this one back so they gave us back the one that they took and um they were unharmed they were totally fine and nothing had been done to them the marsh keepers did not give any bones over mm-hmm. and this is where this sort of thing ended and it was almost like the elk clan were trying to show that i i feel in this sense this was nothing to do in a sense with the marsh um keepers, keepers yeah. i think this was a lot of the elk clan trying to kind of they weren't happy with the night's watch for being with them but i think they were trying to prove a point to the night's watch yeah. of being like we don't have a beef we don't have beef with you we have beef with these people here's your person back you have now witnessed what's happening here. Yeah. Also, also at this point, we had gotten new orders because because you you corrected me on the last episode. Apparently, we had orders, and then we had new orders when we encountered the Fen. Because so I so I knew that the that the builder's job was to go get ponies, and the Elk Clan has the ponies. So we really yeah didn't want to either. We had to like make friends with the Elk Clan or kill all the elk because <laughs> they had the ponies that that we needed um but you were saying last time as well like the rangers had new orders from the uh from the night commander because because your your objective definitely changed to find out why the thens are, are coming south i don't know someone's gonna have to correct me in the comments here because i didn't think our objective changed at all i thought our objective was quite clear um, we were there to escort rangers mm. to yeah because i thought that was just like oh yeah we either have to go south to a weirwood tree or we go north to a weirwood tree but we, we need to go north anyway because to to do get ponies uh, get ponies um and the stewards had to do something as well whatever P- people can people can put down in the in the comments like well, you could say it changed to defeat to like fight the fence but we that was always and it's the night's watch is there to like get rid of wildlings and clear the area so that wouldn't have been like a new that's always there that's always something you do when it comes to them yeah. moving south we didn't fully know all of this yet until the until the moot that's when we found out a bit more information mm. here and that's when it revealed certain things about the night's watch that made me kind of um question a bit and think hmm maybe man's raider had a point yeah, i know it did yeah <laughs> i gotta admit like the, 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 the show i gotta admit the show didn't really didn't i don't know what the, that across as well no i don't like i don't know what again i haven't read the books but i like the show didn't actually do a very good job they very much showed it from the point of view of the southerners you know and that they really did put them obviously you had um the relationship between Jon Snow and Egret, but really as like as a people, they never really kind of explored them. So it was really fun to uh, like experience it through LARP. 
you mentioned the moot there. So they there was an agreement of a moot between the local wildling tribes, right? Okay, so this is hilarious as well because <laughs> this moot was happening. And this moot is something that is, it gets explained to us all in character really well. But just to clear it up, this is something that does happen. It doesn't happen very often, okay? This is a very sacred thing of these different um, groups coming together to share their news, to share their concerns and what they think people should be helping them with and so on. And it's a very sacred thing. As you can imagine, the Night's Watch have never been involved with this before. But this was a moot that was kind of called and the Night's Watch were there. And a lot of the Night's Watch, I don't think were fully informed as to what was happening because what I heard is I came back into the camp and people were shouting, being like, there's wildlings there again. Uh, we need to run and, and meet them. And I was like, okay. And as quite a few Night's Watch members thought, oh, this is another fight because we had so many fights. So we're just like, yeah. Luckily, luckily, one of the veterans stopped us, explained, no, please put your swords away. Go sit down. Stop getting into fights. And we're all good. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I think a lot of people kind of knew, and then so we had what were the trucks? So there was the the ridge walkers, the, the ridge walkers, and I only remember that because we were sat and talking to a load of ridge walkers. Because um, we had a very good ridge walker, a very very good very ridge good walker, walker telling us so yeah. much. <laughs> but but the other one from the other truck, like the the, the tribesmen on the on your other side, um, and they had quite a few. Were these the ones that were like? The something giants or something. I can't remember what the st the stone. Stone giants. I, or something? I can't remember. It was what. to do with stones, I think. Yeah, and each of their kits were quite uh, unique. Um, but <laughs> obviously, so this is around about the time. I'm pretty sure we had like dinner right before this. Uh, no. Or was it after this? No, really. Uh -huh. ah, so, ah, so. Ah. All these different tribes are coming in. And they're coming in, and this is for the moot. And the moot is something they're all quite excited about. And we're all starting to gather. And dinner is served. But there are special instructions. The night wa Night's Watch will be served first. Ah, yeah. They have right. to go and get their food first. Out of character, the players were to go get their food first. Yeah, because <laughs> we paid the most money to to play the game. So. Out of character, they want to make sure we all actually ate something yeah. and in in character get too frightened to put the wildlings in the queue with us. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we went, we got our food, and because that created quite a bit of interesting role play. Mm. Can I just stop as well and sure. talk about the food? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, they did really well feeding right, us. Right, yeah. they did. Okay. okay. Yeah. They did these like big, huge like breads. There wasn't that big. Um, <laughs> it was It was a loaf of bread that you fed us. Like it was like, an actual like, loaf of bread. Cut it in half. They turned it into a bowl. They they put cheese in it and then they filled it with a thick broth. Stew, and yeah. then they put like the um the bread on top of it as well. And there I was just like this was amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, chicken oh. and yeah, it was stew oh, it was with like chicken. beans and oh yeah, it was oh it was good. Oh, it was everything. It was really yeah. good. especially was like, like in a on a cold night. You know, again, it was a loaf of bread. But you know, at LARP, we've done a lot of running around. It's cold. It's January. You're gonna need a lot of calories. That was the perfect type of food, and it looks in character as well. You know, it looks in character. It was really beautiful as well. The sharing around the fire as well, because everybody was like sharing between mm. them and stuff. It was really nice. 
So we got food, and this was kind of what started some of the role play originally, was when people were talking about, like, oh, are the Night's Watch getting fed for us? And then this is when we actually said the right thing. It's because we've been killing Fen all day. Mm. And we found the one thing that actually united every single group here was they hate the them. Yeah. They absolutely hate them. As soon as they realized, and as soon as we told them how many we had killed that one day, we went up in all of their books and they all kind of went, ah, okay, okay, they're killing the them. Yeah. Cool. And this led off to this beautiful piece of conversation, which worked really well, because I think it's really hard to narratively put something together if we were constantly at each other's throats here, because the moot needed something to bring us together. Yeah. The, the, moot, the moot was, uh, I'm not going to call it clunky, but I, I could definitely sense that the NPCs, because it was there was a long time, and this is this was the issue with having uh, like the Night's Watch being that difficult, types of characters to hook unless like literally you've got the knight commander being like right go do that or you know your sworn brothers will kill you if you don't do it it's very difficult to um like hook them in uh so and then at this point you know people had dinner and there was like people were like away from the fire they weren't really close to what was going on with the moot so obviously the npcs were sent there to be like right we're having this moot and the knights watch are going to be observers but there wasn't really, I could sense that there wasn't really a good part for th for them to be like, right, let's start the moot because maybe there was only like five of us like sat around the fire, you know, and they didn't want to do this whole like thing. And then half of the player base go, wait, what? Wait, what's what happening? <laughs> what's happening? So they kind of had to time it a little bit to be like, right, okay. And then, it, it, yeah, it, it, it built, didn't it? Luckily, we were just sat it by did. the fire anyway, oh, you we know, so we saw the whole thing. But... Yeah. So we had some incredible role play. We got to learn about all these different groups we got to learn about the ridge walkers and how much they hate bridges and hate we bridges, had this yeah. whole back and forth it's quite funny to hear a builder have this back and forth about bridges um with this <laughs> like, why, why wouldn't you want bridges oh they're not natural preferred not natural. I, 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 what, what's he said i prefer to, to walk 10 miles around than go across a bridge I'm like it was well, it was perfect though oh by the way i don't know like so the npc that was next to me the one with the severed hand in your pocket. Mm -hmm. I had so much fun role playing with this person. Like, it was just a lot of fun. They were kind of scary at first. And then they kind of like softened, which was quite fun. I was just having so much fun back and forward. Because secretly, one of us had stolen the hand. And it created this whole thing. And I, I'd kind of made like a little bit of a bet of, I'm going to get them to give me the hand. I don't need to steal it. They'll yeah. give me this hand. <laughs> I'm going to figure out a way. Uh, and unfortunately, stuff happened and it got in the way of that. But yeah. um, whoever you are, the person who played this NPC, this was some brilliant role play. And I had so much fun. And I just want to put it out there. You would have given me that hand if we just had a bit more time. <laughs> you would have given that hand to me. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it was just for a few seconds, you would. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, like, so, so that the, they all start, to, you know, talking amongst themselves again. It was a little bit like, it, it was, it was tricky. It was, it was a tricky little encounter for the crew to navigate. I, I felt, um, because the players were like just supposed to observe. There wasn't anything like really, uh, hooking us. Uh, some of the more, um, 
intuitive players, i.e. Maz, kind of picked up on what was going on and was like, okay, you know, so... Uh, and she ended up getting our characters, like, involved because there was a... So basically, you, you could feel the tensions. Oh, go on, Robin, you look like... something that happened to... before all this. Go on. And it leads, it leads to it, it leads to it, it leads to it. The Alt Clan. They role-play with the Alt Clan. Um, and this is where... I decided I have no idea what my character actually does or thinks or anything. And I just went with my own emotions here. Um, This is Elle's 52nd NPC of the weekend. Yeah, it I felt think. like it. <laughs> yeah. So Elle's 52nd NPC of the weekend um, was telling me the story. And she was there next to the um, the leader of the, 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 the Elk Clan. She was telling me the actual truth about the leader's son. And I was on my knees with her on her knees and I had her hands in mine as she cried and told me the story. Oh, I didn't realise you got the story before before it all kicked off. I got the full story. Oh. She had her hands in mine and we sat there and she told me. Okay. <laughs> the leader of the Alt Clan had a son who was six years old. A son who loved to play and loved nursery rhymes and was also a warg but he only ever warged into prey animals he was just really good of heart and good of nature he spent most of his time as a rabbit he loved being a rabbit and he loved going out to play and then coming back in at night and then heading out to play he just he this is this is what he did he brightened everybody around him um with his with his laugh with this kind heart and caring nature until the day came where he was killed but it wasn't as straightforward as somebody accidentally shooting a rabbit and not realizing it no they killed the child they killed the actual kid so his soul was trapped in the rabbit and the clan knew it was trapped inside the rabbit. And still, they killed the rabbit and they ate it. And they kept his bones, knowing who this was. And then, when the elk clan came and asked for the bones to be returned, just the bones, and they would they would have left it. They just wanted the bones back. They had their own their own method of burial. They had they wanted to at least give him that. They were refused. And to this day have not received those bones back. And that's what started this. So that is what happened there between the two of them. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's then why like Maz's character was like, go, like stuff's about to go down. Like if uh if if the, the marsh the marsh keepers are definitely going to be aggressive towards the elk clan here you know so just be just be ready you know because we uh, we had a so, front row seat i didn't know yeah. what was going on i was like what okay <laughs> so maz like touched her shoulders well i was in the middle of getting this hand i'm just gonna point out and maz brought, brought us over and just kind of went you know we are going to protect the elk clan the night's watch will protect them i'd already had you know this cry and try member holding my hands i was like yeah i will die for this person mm. at this point go for it yeah. <laughs> and we agreed to that and 
before we get to this point though i think there's some really important context for what made me start to doubt whether i wanted to still be within the night's watch every single clan now this moot they were able to stand up and if they stood up they had to announce their name where they're from introduce themselves it's a civil thing to do and then they put forward their their issue um everybody had certain things some people had some very serious things to discuss some people were having trouble pleasing their wives in bed. That was deemed as not a serious thing, and they were told to sit back down. Oh, but it was oh, really funny. What, what, what was it he said? <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, because I remember thinking of a joke and then being like, no. oh, that was it, because he was, he's, he said uh, he keeps, uh, his, his wife keeps riveting or something. And was I, it? yeah, it was like keeps ri- keeps riveting, and I was I was gonna make a joke along the lines of she's riveting for your pleasure or something like that. I don't, but I, I remember being <laughs> like, no, it's, it's not it's not gonna work here. It doesn't work for my character. Um, I, I distinctly remember that because I remember thinking of the joke <laughs> and being like, no, 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 it's not, uh, it's not, it's not my character because yeah, they were quite funny. The the um yeah, Goran, sorry, yeah, they uh, would be yeah, there was they oh, were yeah, being yeah. civilized. So, so yeah, the more more serious thing was the fact that every single one, the common thing was the fact. The Thens are traveling south. They're getting further and further south and they're killing everyone and everything. They're going through everyone's lands. It's a big problem. And we're there with veteran members of the Night's Watch. And I remember having the conversation of, well, what are we going to do? And then the veteran members of the Night's Watch, their response was, until they get to the wall, we don't care. And I remember thinking, but we've just met all these people. We're sitting with these people. We're, we're hearing stories. We're having fun. We're joking. We're hearing about their their sorrows and their hard times and we're also hearing about their joy and you know their their families their children and we're sitting next to them and they're all going to die they're all going to be killed by this group of people and we we can fight these people we've already proven these all these wildlings are in awe of how many then we have killed and we barely broke a sweat some of the times i'm like well we can help them but no, the attitude was no, they're not going to get through the wall. That's their objective. That is our primary concern is the wall. So no, we'll head back to the wall. The wildlings can fight amongst themselves. And then if they then get to the wall, we'll deal with them then. And that's when I kind of went, oh. Yeah. Mans was right. <laughs> yeah, Mans was right. Uh, I, I mean, that, that's that's a that's a test of a role play. Um, like a role play gold star to the veterans because I will admit that that seemed yes. to be uh, they were quite united on that front of this is the brief we are the night's watch you know we've been doing this for a long time because every time I went to my veterans and went hey this is going on like should we be concerned they're just like no wilding business you know we're just here to do the job and every everybody that I spoke to that was a um, a conscript seemed to have the same experience with their veterans and their order um which was which is good because it kept you know it kept the the theme and the brief um on point but also it also kept us at this sort of like observer level as well of um, what is happening with with the wildlings uh from from a crew point i think obviously us being willing to stand up well i bet i better kind of just describe what happened so they they um so the the, the marsh keeper uh chief uh just basically this is when everyone started paying attention the master mark walker chief uh started basically having a go at the um all the others pretty much 
but mainly yeah, the Elk, the Elk Clan, uh, when the Elk Clan were like, hey, you know, this is what we've come for. Because everyone else was like, oh, I've got this problem. We have the fence as a problem. What other problems do we have? You know, just leaving it open. And then obviously the Elk Clan was like, well, we have one big problem. We want our bones back. Similar story. Um, and then the, the Marsh Keeper um, chief just showed their colours by saying, yeah, like it wasn't a child, it was a monster, and blah, blah, blah. So it made it very clear. So then obviously, like... Um, Weapons were drawn, and a few well, of us... Well, well, at this point here, how do you see how the weapons were drawn? Because this, by the way, like a big gold star again to the, the, the crew here, because the leader of the Elk Clan had accepted this wasn't going to happen. He turned his back and went to leave. And as he was stepping down and stepping away from this area, this is when the leader of the Marsh Keepers drew weapon behind him oh that's and this right is what yeah. just, and this is when like all the other tribes as well at the same time were like no we're out here not a chance and as, as this was happening because we'd already been briefed we just weapons drawn and we were instantly there to protect mm. the elk clan we were not having any of it there was no actual fighting the threat was enough mm-hmm. the elk clan left the other tribes left everyone went and we were awkwardly left with the marsh keepers. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, th- this was it, it. It gave a good like sense. Also, like from a crew perspective, I think that's what they were. They were they were after that because c- of what followed afterwards, right? I mean, the, the the kind of response that some of us had in that moment. That's exactly what they were kind of after from a plot wise because they did like the elk clan like specifically said as they were leaving. Oh. Night's Watch, you, it's been noted that you protected us there. You have allies in us tomorrow. Remember that tomorrow, basically. So they, they were, it yeah. was like, th- this is kind of where they wanted to go narratively. And it was very obvious that then we were then left alone. Um, and a few of us didn't care. Some of us were like, do we feel safe sleeping here now we know the true colours of this you know, clan that is is hosting us? Yeah, it was a weird one. But like it kind of like settled down a bit and then... This next bit was weird because we didn't actually know a lot about what was happening next because quite soon after, quite a big group of Night's Watch headed off out. And nobody really, well, some people obviously did know, but I think it was like a little bit like mixed. Some people were like, oh, we think they've ran after the elf clan to speak to them. Others were like, oh, I think they're trying to track down the other clans to find out more information. Mm. Others were like, maybe they'll go somewhere else to stay for the night. It came out that what they were actually doing was tracking the fen to see where they were and um, to see to kind of scout out their numbers really and get a better idea as to what we're actually dealing with the next day um but us in character kind of found out a little later we're like where is everyone <laughs> yeah so basically <laughs> that's when like yeah. some of them kind of yeah yeah, go, yeah. yeah. i mean i mean basically that there was a, there was an encounter it was like set up for i found out kind of later it was set up for kind of a fewer fewer players um and a few players were just kind of whisked away to go do some reconnaissance uh it kind of went wrong one of them got snatched and they kept coming back being like oh no and then more would go out and then a few would come back and then more would go out so everyone just kept going out there was like the last encounter of the day really and it was a little bit like i don't really want to go running out there it's getting it's getting late who knows what's out there 
I like went to step out there and we had mm. the veteran, the veteran that I had like spent quite a bit of time with, and they were like, eh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. one else is going out here. And they explained to, to me like exactly why. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went up into the tower yeah. and just stood there and kept watch. Yeah, no, it was quite atmospheric seeing okay. seeing especially like in the in the like in the dimness of the light, like watching people come back home but not knowing who they were or whatever and um that, that that was quite that was quite cool i will i will go back as well because we did we a big chunk of our night was taken up by um going to the weirwood tree um so yeah we, <laughs> yeah oh, uh, yes. yeah so we um we luckily every, pretty much everyone went because at first it was like oh those who um who you know want to swear to the old gods? We've got the weirwood tree, and then people. Like, oh, does anyone want to witness? But then it became clear that I think I think it must have come down from crew somehow. They're like, no, no, you you want to watch because it obviously was like a big. It was it was something for all the players to go see because they'd obviously put on something. Uh, you know? It was so yeah. So it was quite a long sort of trek to get there. And um, we had to like trek through all the um thing is you don't know how long because we didn't know that we could have just been going in a spiral. I don't I don't Basically, I don't know. It was dark and yeah. slippy, so mm. it felt long. Um, but the crew had gone all the way down there with torches. They helped us. They like grabbed our, our, our they like held our hands to get over certain bits. It was and pretty everything. cool. It was pretty cool. It was. It felt like we were more of like a family and a unity when we were doing this. Which yeah. Was quite nice. Yeah. So, um, what's really unique about this tree? As many things are unique about it. Okay. Um, if we actually look at the books and the the series and everything, it has eyes that are bleeding. These um, trees have faces within them. It's not so much that the faces are carved; the trees have faces. But what else is quite unique about the trees is the leaves. These leaves are like different; they're almost like autumnal, if that makes sense. We are north of the wall, where nothing's really growing. Everything is covered in snow and ice and frost. So the set dressing here was perfect. They had the right sort of lights shining on this tree and they had the painted face on it with the eyes bleeding. And they had taken lots and lots of autumnal um, foliage and wrapped it round the branches, had the lights hitting the right angles. And all I remember being was like, I just remember I kept tapping you being like, oh my gosh, look at this bit. Oh wow, look at this bit. And it, it felt like you were actually, it was just the attention to detail was perfect here yeah. and we got to sit we got to listen we got to watch and this didn't feel like the oath that we had sworn this felt like a different oath because swearing the oath to the old gods and the, the new gods should feel different and it did yeah it was it was cool to see the um yeah see the people who chose their characters to worship the old gods get something a little bit of a different experience you know, to um, to everyone else. Uh, I, I the, I'm assuming. I think there's pictures of it. We'll put pictures up. Um, and saying, it, yeah. yeah, saying that I meant to say this at the beginning of the episode. Um, since we, because obviously we had when I was editing the last episode, um, we got uh some pictures through, um, some photographs through from the event that we used for thumbnails. Obviously, and they're in they're in the episode, but we we didn't have them when we recorded the episode. Uh, so uh, we had a an absolutely outstanding set of photos uh, from our friend uh, Nat uh, of Astora Photography. Um, their sets that they uh, put out 
is absolutely it's I, I just I just love them so much. I'm just I just love them so much. They're so uh they're so cinematic. Uh you know, that I'm like I, I there's there's a couple of shots in there of of me and I'm like, I didn't even know I could look like that. <laughs> You were just like, oh my gosh, how did they manage to get a shot like this? Like, mm. how I didn't know that this could be yeah. possible. I mean, like, it looks like stills from the TV show. Yeah. That's how these shots are. They are yeah. just beautiful. They're perfect. And half of the shots as well, like in full, like, pog fashion. I did not know you were there, Nat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so where you were hiding to get those shots. <laughs> you, you must have been within one of the trees, or maybe you were in the bear suit. I don't know, but you got some great shots. <laughs> uh I think there's there's a there's a few more coming out just recently from I think it's Gorgon photography as well that are looking really really cool so we'll 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 sh showcase some of them yeah, there's um, a few photographers so once they all come out we'll definitely share yeah yeah we'll, we'll put we'll put links to all of them we'll put links to the yeah. um um to the websites and things like that as well down below if you want to go check out um uh astora's um album as well on their Facebook, I think they they have a Facebook with the their they've album. Got Facebook, they've got an Instagram as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll link all that down below. You can go check them out. It, it just it was it was so good. I mean, the lot photography is so important, you know, because like it is is as as much it's a bit like cosplay. Like is the the photography is almost as port as important as as the is the hobby itself, you know. Mm. Uh, looking at those looking at those memories and looking how cool everything looked. Uh, anyway, that was kind of it for the Saturday. Once we'd come back, what was weird about Saturday is that we did a lot stretched out over a long period of time. Now, Empire, I'm used to fighting like once a day, you know. Uh, in this game, we did a a lot of fighting, and honestly, it got to like ten o'clock to eleven o'clock, which is probably about the time that they went out and did that you know that reconnaissance yeah, it was thing about that time yeah i was sitting there thinking oh, i could do it like because there wasn't really much going on i was like i could do another encounter like i kind of wish there was another encounter however <laughs> we went back to the hotel uh we we did we, we did our sleeps wasn't, wasn't that long of sleeps well uh, more than the day before but uh when i got up the next morning i was like oh i'm glad i didn't do another encounter because I'm old and I am sore. <laughs> I was so sore, so bruised. Um, I, I'm like, the worst injury I got was when I opened the gate and I walked backwards into the metal like thing, and I was like all bruised and just yeah, like you, you I woke up in the like morning and I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm dead. I can't fight today. I can't even put my shoes on. How am I going to fight? <laughs> but we did fight. Oh, oh Sunday. So Sunday, I was a little bit like, because we didn't really know the, because um, I, th I think the, I'm assuming the, a lot of the games they run work off a similar time frame. I'm assuming because of what everyone was saying, and it makes sense yeah. to me that they would because get into a routine of doing that type of thing. Everyone kind of like like prepped us, didn't they, mm. for like a finale, like yeah. a finale battle. So the way that the timers work for the Sunday as well is like time out was meant to be like between twelve and two, and it kind of like depended on where we were story time, which I really liked because it felt like there wasn't like a rush to have everything done by a set time. It was like they they've written it so it should end around about twelve, but there's another two hours there to play with sort of thing um it did it did actually end pretty much like like, like on time though 
yeah so, yeah. Uh, yeah i wasn't even keeping track of the time so no. yeah 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 and it was it was a bit more of a relaxed time in i'm glad people said that though oh it's a bit more of a relaxed kind of time in uh yeah. we kind of we, we we waltzed in there they did supply like breakfast but we skipped breakfast both days because we're not breakfast people um we're like no let's we let's our sleep Starbucks an hour cu- our starbucks <laughs> cups that's right yeah so just for the joke yeah yeah we, we we very we heavily considered like just putting them down somewhere um just it, around about i think people would have would have found it funny we got some pictures with the with them though with for, the starbucks cups. for those of you who do not know i think it was season seven of game of thrones um but of course it was season seven the last se- last season right so it was the, the infamous last so season. So I think it was like season seven of Game of Thrones where um, there's a shot in Winterfell where um, Mila Clark, who plays Daenerys, is sitting down and there's these Starbucks cups sitting in front of the table for one of the shots. Um, and it made it to the final, obviously. And there was this whole sort of like back and forth of whose Starbucks cup was it? You know, and this yeah. whole, it became this like what i will say is that it was kind of these like oh my gosh i can't believe they did that and it turned into a whole thing by itself oh no that's no. why we were like yeah it, it's funny and we're like walking around with with the starbucks cups and people were like oh <laughs> yeah season seven has become like a meme now isn't it it's just become it a, a, a whole yeah it's a whole it's a whole uh thing um but yeah no so, so uh we headed into the into the village you know and again yeah it did felt like feel like a real soft timing because we were like we were, we were talking out character like with everyone blah 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 uh you went oh i'm just gonna nip off to the loo i'm go like on. yeah go for it i was like there's nothing happening um and literally as you as you left there was some stirring and like again everyone's having sort of almost oc conversations and then I hadn't noticed that none of the NPCs were in there. That's probably why we were talking OC because there was no like NPCs knocking about really. And then uh, the first clue, everyone. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then gone. at the gate to the village, um, the marsh keepers show up, and the and the and like they all start coming through the gate. And the the chief is like, right, you've 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 taken you've taken our huts, you've eaten our food, you've taken our hospitality, and you're throwing it in our face. You know, they're like, right, get out of here. You know, we're gonna kill you. And you know, pro- probably uh, I... better said than that. But <laughs> I missed this bit. <laughs> I was like, I've got time. I'm gonna need my swords here. I'm gonna need everything here. I'm gonna run to the toilet, and I'm just like, do do do. And then I just all I hear is like. <laughs> We're all dying. <laughs> yeah, I heard people screaming. I was like, "Ah, oh, come on!" <laughs> I'm like running back in with no weapons on me, like dodging yeah. people. And I did this whole thing where I was like running in. I was like, oh, okay, grab swords, fight people. Yeah. And all I hear is like people like I was like running. I was like, "What happened?" And they're like, "They turned on us." Oh no, shit! They turned on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the marsh keepers turned on much. us. Yeah. So we're then so that now they're we're, we're like the defenders. Um, which is quite cool because it felt like the village was then ours, if you like, especially after the fight. So it was like we're now defending this like this position, which was really quite cool because they got like little watchtowers and they've got obviously the barricades and things like that, and they've got um, the, the the little wall that goes around, which had an an opening in it, and obviously people were like, oh watch the watch the opening, so it kind of split us up a little bit. Can I can I also say like going back slightly um, to like the previous night? There was so many little tiny hints from all the NPCs that we shouldn't trust these people. Oh yeah, loads. Every oh, they were pretty the spelling it out for us at the end. 
all they were pretty much spelling yeah. out for us yeah like all these little like every clan the one thing they had common when we spoke to them was yeah don't trust them yeah don't trust them they oh, lie yeah. They lie, see yeah. this, they see that, you know, and it was like, oh, yeah, I think okay. we mentioned this in the last episode, yeah, because we kept oh, getting things, did, yeah. yeah, we kept getting things like, oh yeah, no, they they, they say that they tr- they've don't have anything to trade, but then they'll trade with other allies of ours, and they somehow manage to get all this stuff, you know, and they'll they'll literally lie to your face, say we don't have anything, or we can't trade anything with you, you know, yeah. or, or we don't have any, we don't have any of this type of food when we actually do, and um so yeah and, and then also when we talked where after the whole like it all kicked off we were just like sat there with some of the npcs and we started because there was an npc next to you that was telling you about like the, the the chief like like you were like oh do you think how your clan leader feels and he was like no not not really you know <laughs> it was just a bit sad you know it was like he's basically led the whole clan down this down this path of hatred yeah, because I got really close to a couple of the NPCs mm. that were playing the 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 Marsh Keeper. Yeah, we killed them all. Um, <laughs> I know. One of the NPCs, I think I kept mentioning last episode, and I was like, oh, I really want to know who this person was who played them because they were so cool. And thanks for the, like, five people that sent me their Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reach out now. I've got them. I've got them now, okay? Because <laughs> 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 it notified me, like, oh, here's this person. I've got them. <laughs> yeah so yeah um yeah it was yeah so so obviously we we did this whole thing and we ended up getting into um a another fun fight and like you said we were then just like there with the whole place but this is when like the veterans really did a good job when they came around to everyone and they were like there's marsh keepers um oh the, yeah all over these lands yeah they did a good They're job of lands. like of like moving the story along like quickly you know it's like well we don't have a lot of time today our character don't have a lot of time today so it's like okay we, it did it felt ominous because it was like oh right, you know we've just been attacked we're here on our own Okay, let's get let's get the mission done, right? So we need to get the ponies and we need to sort the fens out, basically. So we needed to uh I think the plan originally was like, right, we need to go speak to the elk clan, see if we can get these ponies yeah. sorted, and then uh we need to go deal with the fen. Um But then <laughs> as we're talking about the elk clan, uh a couple of elk clan members come in like dying with a baby bear. <laughs> like <laughs> oh the bear. the bear oh we were so yeah. happy yeah yeah so it was, honestly it, was... it just it just the, the entire camp hmm. turned into a bloody meme honestly yeah it was um, e- every two seconds we were like nap at that dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the bear, like the bear came in like oh but obviously like we had we had elk clan and then we had people chasing the elk clan so we had marsh keepers like chasing the elk clan down uh, which was obviously the, a few Nights Watch were like, who you know, again, it's completely on brief for like someone of the Nights Watch to just be like, I don't care, a, a wildlings are wildlings. So half of us were like, don't hurt the bear, don't help the elk clan. So I got to admit, the NPCs, as I ran towards these NPCs, because I was like, I ran straight towards them. I've got to admit, I, I remember looking at one of the elk clan in the eye, and I think the elk clan was like, is he coming for me or is he coming? <laughs> <laughs> the marsh keeper because like, i was just like right no i'm no i'm helping you you know i mean we had to make it very obvious it was like oh yeah that, i'm killing the marsh keeper and help it helping the bear and, <laughs> and the elk clan um yeah. oh my gosh it was just oh, seeing the elk clan with the bear and the the interactions were just so beautiful so this bear was hurt okay 
we didn't at this point we didn't know what happened i think we established it had actually been poisoned um the bear's fine everyone i'm gonna start with that because if i was listening to this i'd be sitting there be like but is the bear okay the, be the bear the bear survived yes it's fine it survived he they are having a wonderful life <laughs> They have a family. Okay, that's they're enough. They're eating non-poisoned <laughs> berries. Sorry. That's enough. So, so yeah, yeah, they were all so, poisoned. So the bears yeah. come in. Um, and um, all our members were running around being like, um, we need a steward, and do any of you know how to treat bears? And then we're all like, we have a kennel master here. A bear is like a big dog, right? And then was all this back and forward of, we must have a vet. We have dogs. Do we really not have a vet? And this thing went all over the place until we managed to help a bear. So after this point, we finally decided to, you know, make a plan. The Night's Watch actually made a plan at this point. Yeah, we did. We split off into our own groups and made some actual Plans. Yeah, I think the, the the day before we had like we had identified that uh, we definitely need to stay in our own little group. So uh, uh, it seemed like you guys in the Rangers did a similar thing to us. We went right, okay. The builders wasn't actually that many builders, um, but we went right, okay. Well, we'll have two. We'll have two veterans, uh, or three three veterans and three uh, noob swan swords, right? And that that's going to be our two units. It looked like you guys kind of did the same thing you split yourselves into yeah. little units um and go right that that's that's that person so we basically had we established a chain of command basically um we did that like the day previous so in the morning when the marsh keepers attacked we instantly went oh you know we just went well builders you know and we all clumped together we everyone kind of clumped together you know because it, it's it's so natural when you're especially when you're like because this happens at empire all the time something happens and everyone just runs towards the fun, the action, you know? So having that there, just like, oh, there's Marsh Keepers like outside the wall with some of these rangers and what find outside the wall with someone having someone to be like, no, 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 no. Builders, I want you here. Just and then once you have them, you're like, right, okay, we're gonna go we're gonna go flank around. You know, it's so much better than being like, uh, you, you and you, uh come with me and oh I'm gonna go do this and um Yeah. Yeah. I I could, could we talk about some of the bear antics. Because I was going to get on to the bear antics actually, because um, yeah, yeah, sure. I was going to say like we did like um a really similar thing where the sense is that we split into three groups. We mm. had one group was actually with the stewards, so that group their entire job was to keep our remaining like I don't know one point five steward alive. At this point, we were struggling. Um, another group was a floater group that was meant to go between everyone and make sure we were we, we had that control and the other group was the vanguard so i joined the vanguard which was really fun and at this point the bear antics began so i think we both saw different bear antics go for it because this has got its own yeah. thing oh no yeah because i remember now because because we, we we had established like the, the builder set up really quickly i think we even did the day before i remember like you guys were like talking forever over there while the stewards and the builders were just having fun with the bear that's literally what we was all happening. want to be the vanguard it's like you can't all be the vanguard we want to be the vanguard <laughs> we're all the vanguard you cannot all be the vanguard yeah okay well the vanguard are the ones the stewards. yeah no you can't all protect the stewards you need to you need to split up yeah. oh we've all got big weapons no all the big weapons can't go together it was like a toddler gathering i don't know how we all made rangers yeah yeah it, it had that feeling it felt it felt like the 
it felt like the, the, the builders were the dads and the, the stewards were the mums and the rangers were the kids. That literally what it felt like. Um, Big monster! <laughs> it was like, go on, go on. Don't go too far. Don't go too far. Uh, hey. <laughs> running back. We're in the front. I got a boo-boo. <laughs> help me. Sure, help me. <laughs> Get mum! Uh, Dad, I brought my thing! <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, Dad, can you fix this? Um, <laughs> yeah, the, it was, but we were having fun, bear antics. The bear was like uh, dancing, people were, were singing songs. Um, there, yeah, there was uh, someone who was who was like started to sing sing melodies, and it started singing, and then following the person around. People, half the half the group wanted to kill the bear. They're like, oh no, it's a bear. It's like, we should really kill it. It's gonna be a beast. And it's like, no, no, it's there's someone walked in it. So, you know, you tell can't me, kill someone the bear. sang the bear and the maiden bear. Tell Maybe me someone sang that. Maybe <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah, again, is that I'm assuming that's a song in the in the law, right? Yes. Yeah. In the books uh, and the BB series. Yeah, I, I don't know. You're 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 more okay with it than I am. Um, but yeah, there was was singing songs. Um, uh, Kyle's character. Uh, this was like a highlight for me. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, decided to, I think this was a second character of the like the event, and second, yeah. yeah, they decided to to take this bear uh, to the entrance just in case it went feral and if the person in it walked out of it. Um, but they were the only like he was the only one to be like, oh, I'm gonna do this because no one else cared. And he was like, right, come on, bear, like come heal, and the bear just like sat. <laughs> <laughs> just, I remember just I was struggling so hard to keep in character because the bear was so cute and I was like I was wanting to like pet it and things like that and like have, have a real good fun but I'm like no, no I'm playing this serious character I can't I can't have have a fun time with this bear <laughs> uh, so yeah we, we <laughs> the bear was just being hilarious until we went right okay let's get the bear out of here because it felt like it was a distraction I think the crew started realising that as well they're like okay let's get the bear safely away from the camp, otherwise the players no, the aren't going to do anything. Anything but play with the bear. They either want to kill the bear or they want to have like party with the bear. There's the two things that are going on. Either way, they're going to be distracted, you know. So the plan was to. So now, obviously, we had learned talk to the elk clan because they were there. You know, we didn't need to go and talk to the elk clan. The elk clan was there. So the members of the elk clan were just like, look, you know, uh, we need the fen. You know, you were going to go deal with the fen anyway. Um, you know, there's the settlement, there's the, the Fen camp nearby. They need dealt with. We want rid of them. Um, we'll give you as much help as we can, but we have been, our numbers have been depleted by the Fen and the Marsh Keepers, you know, but the Fen need to be get, got rid of. And we're like, cool. So Elk Clan, uh, some of them are coming with us uh, to, to help us out. They're not an issue anymore. The Marsh Keepers aren't really a, an issue anymore. There's just lots of them knocking about that might be kind of angry at us. Uh, so we were like, right, let's get out of here, out of Marshkeeper territory, head to the Fens, head to the Fen camp, destroy that camp, and then we get to go home to the Wall and uh, ha have a have a have a party or something. So that was the plan. Yeah, it was just like um. So in our little ranger groups, we're there and we're like, oh yes, we're like sorting out our like how we're gonna. We we basically all played with our weapons. We we sat there and played with our weapons, okay, and figured out how we're gonna fight with each other. And then that's when the word got to us of like, you know, by the way, the bear might go feral. And we're like, well, how do we know the bear is feral? 
well if it looks like it passes out then it might become feral and kill everyone and half the rangers went well, we should kill it now and they were like no no wait wait what if it's on our side and everyone went ah what if it's on our side and then we stopped because the bear was lying down we're like is it happening now and we all got our weapons it's happening now but it's okay the elk clan are there and we were like i think i literally said something along the lines of the elk clan will know like they'll be able to tell a member of the elk clan went up to the sleeping bear and kicked it a few times the bear lifted its head it was fine and put its head back down i was like oh they just kicked it that's how we tell if it's going to eat it. what if it was feral would it have just killed that person everyone's like they really love their bears. <laughs> We're like, okay, let's leave the bear with the builders. Uh, and I'm sure it's fine. And we'll just run up the head up in front. Fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> just acceptance of at some point this bear might maul us all to death. So I remember coming up to you and being because you went like, I'm in the vanguard. And I'm like, oh, I'm okay. In the vanguard. Okay. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> she's gonna die. <laughs> I had, I had. For the love of my life, I'm in the vanguard. I had, I mean, I had questions. Well, I mean, it was debatable whether John Quill was was Florian's love of his life, but <laughs> as far as John Quill knew, um... uh-huh. <laughs> uh Hey, I mean, now that they've uh, they've said they're doing more games, I don't, I don't think I want to divulge to you, um, just in case. Uh... So I'm, I'm in my mind, you know, being like, uh, yeah, you're going to die. And I'm also, OC, I had in my mind, does Robin know what the word Vanguard means? Oh, <laughs> I was so OC. I was at a still one shot and I'm probably going to die. Yeah. Where do I want to die? And I literally had that thought to myself. I was like, where do I actually want to die? I was like, I want to die in the Vanguard. Like, also OC again. There's this big group of, of um rangers um and i know these people who are in the vanguard at oc and i know that's maybe not the kind of thing you want to go for but i was like i really know these people quite well i know georgia quite well and i was like i kind of want to be with them because i know them and i feel like i have some good role play with them and i kind of wanted to stick with them to be honest um and i was like yeah okay let, let's go for that because that could be really cool um so yeah, I I always kind of stick with the vanguard, and um, plus, I don't have a lot of discipline, and I always end up in the front. And yeah. I think if someone said you're not allowed in the front, I think I'd struggle to keep myself from running to the front anyway. And that's not necessarily fun for everyone else. So I was yeah. like, let's go for the vanguard. <laughs> so and then commenced probably the most fun I've had at LARP. From from so from this point forward, this was probably the most fun I've ever had laughing. Um, it was I got admit it was all combat from here on out. You know, like it was all combat. Um, but again, it is like cinematic, just like you know, story driven combat. So we had to leave, and we knew we were going to be attacked the entire time that we that we left and we were from the, from where we left so we left the marsh keeper village and basically we went like down those down those kind of wooded bit wooded pathway when we uh, met the bears the day before and fought the elk clan and then right away around to all like the, this woodland and they must have taken us on a massive loop 
because it seemed to take forever to get around there, you know, and it was just, it was, it felt like a, a couple of miles. <laughs> I don't know if it is. Yeah. I don't know how, what distance it actually is, but. I think also it was constant threat. So it was a constant burst of energy on the way there. Yeah. People, there was a lot of combat. People were um, dropping like flies as well. It, 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 it was so suspenseful because we, you know, we came out and, uh, Oh god, that, that so so that little. This is where um, I said to you after the fact as well. I was like, I was definitely showing off. To, I like tried to show off to you like a couple of times. It was quite funny because the Rangers were like up front, being like, "Where's Rangers? Yeah, the Rangers." Um, and they had a load of Rangers with the the stewards, and we were like, as the builders, we were like, because we were smaller than uh, the 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 Ranger block. Even then, we split into two. And we were like, right, okay. So where are we? We go, and we decided we're like, we'll go in the middle. So we ended up in the middle. We're going down that that path. Um, and there was like little stopping points, like little, almost like little laybys, right? Little stopping points. And there's a load of rangers like fighting up front, and you're getting like hammered quite a bit, you know? Like you, you like there's a lot of fens coming at you, you know? And basically, if we can't punch through, we're just we're all just gonna die. It's like we need to get through yeah. this. Uh, so a load of the build the builders just went. Should we go around? Cool. Let's try and go around. <laughs> So, so we went round. Now, as by the time we got all the way round and went through the foliage to get round behind the fen, some of the rangers had pushed through, but not all the way, not all the way through. So you were split. So you had rangers fighting well, on one side and the other. The vanguard was five rangers. Mm. Yeah. So it was like that kind of hairy sort of situation mm. of we didn't need many people to circle round. We just see enough to make the fans think they were surrounded. Yeah. <laughs> but there is nothing better when you're doing combat LARP than a line of your allies fighting with a line of your enemies and you flank them from behind. There is nothing better than that, you know? And, you know, so I, I see you guys fighting and th th there are some on our right because they're, they're pushing out into the other the other part, but the, your main... And obviously the stewards are behind you. Um... And I remember just like the, the the builders coming up and being like, "Right, let's let's do it," you know. I'm just like, I just scream for the watch. <laughs> just like oh. coming the back of you, I'm just like, "I ah, take that, Rangers. Where's your vanguard now?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was good fun, and then um, we carried on pushing forward, and then our little vanguard group, um, because we were given instructions and we went to go, and then we went, we think we could climb down that hill over there. So we went over to, well, we can climb down this. And then out of character, this is when one of the crew came over and went, right, okay, out of character, this is steep. This is tricky to walk down. We think you can get down there. Was, was that that bit but, like that, that ditch there? So when you came around and you went down on that corner to the, to the left, was it that bit? It was only down the really steep hill, basically. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, yeah, no, I know which part you're at, yeah. So we were like, and they said to us, right, they said there's really clear, they were like, right, see that other big group of rangers they need to get there first so that you can come down because if you're rushing down you're going to get hurt basically we're like okay cool 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 so we like fed that back and everything we're like right we're waiting you know we're like well, they're going to go down first we got a bit itchy though because we saw you guys all like halfway down the hill we're like they'll get they'll get there by week it's going to take us so long to climb down this hill and we need to do it stealthily we may as well start we pretty much slid down the hill and <laughs> got to the bottom and we're like crap <laughs> we're here first they've seen us i will start fighting it's 
fine. Um, I must admit, by the time the rest of you got there, it was you, the builders got before anyone else. So I'm making the assumption the builders took a different route because the builders appeared before all the rest of the rangers appeared. Yeah, that's right. So I don't know when if you we, guys took a different route. I'm pretty sure we're talking about the, the similar things. When we came around mm. and we, we hit, we yeah, hit yeah, them yeah, yeah. from behind, then what happens? We hit those ones from behind. Um, so and then once they were like dwindling we turned around because there was a few rangers in that like dipped bit so we were like oh we need to we need to go help them so we we shot out in front as the builders so then we were kind of ahead of of a lot of you you know and then but there was still a bloodbath going on sort of behind us around us and then they because they were constantly spawning on that hill in front of us that stick because there was like a dip wasn't there and then a steep hill as you start climbing up yeah. those woods, so they were all uh, spawning like right on top of us, um, and there was lots of people going down, like lots of people going down. You know, um, it was it, it was tricky. I, w- I will say, like, I think you experienced the same with the builders. Mm. Like our little vanguard group, I think we were all so close to one another in, in the sense mm. that we all like had a little trust within one another yeah. because we were like using each other to kind of get down that slope and trying to get places and we all became really close and really comfortable which actually just made things so much easier it makes role play um, better as well because when you're in a little group and there's like you know if, oh. if there's eight of you and one of you goes you're like oh this person's gone and everyone's like what that person's yeah, got like i had to rip george's ear off <laughs> so george was just tear it off, rip it off, rip it off. And at first, out of character, I wasn't sure what she was talking about. I actually thought she talked about the bandage covering her mm. eye because it kept dropping down. And I almost thought she was like, like, take the bloody thing off. I'll just pretend it's pulling the rest of the skin off with it sort of thing. I was like, okay. I went to pull it. Went, no, no, my ear, my ear. And I was like, oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> Tied that back in place. And I was like, okay, ready? And we like ripped her ear off. I mean, at this point, at this point, if anyone's keeping track, Georgia is missing an eye and an ear both on different sides so i think she's still kind of balanced um more things will go missing soon didn't i don't know i think she, she's missing did, she's missing a finger at this point yeah, didn't as well. she strap a like sword to her oh we tied her sword to her yeah. hand because she lost some of her fingers mm. yeah yeah and most of us there yeah so we carried on <laughs> so yeah it was it was it was rough i i will will say this now that now that it's in my mind so um like I had just like dyed my hair like completely silver and I don't really get on too well with like fake blood in general. Like I don't. Yeah. So um, I really did want to like, cause I felt like this was a brutal battle. And at the end I was like, oh, I wish I was covered in blood at the end of the battle. And at the same time when I was driving home, like I'm glad I'm not covered in blood. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, no, a... I think I, I'd like explicitly <clears throat> told you, didn't I? Like at the start I was like, don't let any fake blood get in your hair. Yeah. Because I had yeah. just bleached it. Yeah. I had just toned it. And I was like, that blood gets into your hair. You will have pink hair for the next two weeks. Yeah. Do not let it happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> we have an event next weekend. Do not let your hair get back pink. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like what? once we got through that bit up onto the up onto the to the ridge and then we're on that like uh, incline in the woods, um, which was like the, 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 the similar place that we've been on on the Saturday morning. Um uh this this was um a real tactical one this is where we could actually employ good tactics because it was more way more open you know mm. uh i'm not entirely sure what was what was great about this 
is that our tactics worked because uh, we had small units uh, that had a clear, like, uh, someone in charge and someone was in charge of, like, four people, right? And we had a load of people that were doing the same. And people weren't worried about what other people were doing. People were reacting, you know? People were... People weren't being active. People were being reactive, you know, to what, like, the Vanguard were doing. So when you engaged... We were reacting, you know, so and then obviously the stewards were doing what the stewards were doing. Um, at Empire, that's what, yeah, <laughs> obviously at Empire, that's what we want to do. I understand why it doesn't happen like that. I understand, like, but that's obviously why we're trying at like Empire, especially in like the Nation of Dawn. We need lances smaller, we need lances to be like five to ten people. That's what, that's what, like, it's like these lances that have 50 people. It's just a big blob, you know. It's just a big blob that goes. Bruh. So, and and it really hit home when we. So we did this beautiful, beautiful split, right? So as the build again, because sometimes when you're at a LARP, you're like, I'm so excited, I want to just run at the front, especially Empire, because like they're all you're all geared up, you've been waiting for this for months. It's a big battle, it's awesome, and everyone just like goes to the front. You end up with just this line, long line from from field field end to field end of people like stood in the front having a fight with an orc, you know? So when people say, oh yeah, you know, okay, we're in reserve. We're not going to go in. Those people are going in. You don't want to hear that sometimes at Empire, but at this stage in this game, we had done loads of fight. No one, you don't feel like you're missing out on fighting. So when, as you know, so as, as my veterans like, okay, okay, well, nope, you, you, you guys stay here. Builders here. Okay. We'll see. And like, what we're doing. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see what the, the Rangers are doing. And again, we reacted. So we had like two, two the, the rangers kind of went this, went up to engage. Uh, we were just in like reserve. We're like, we're in reserve, we're in reserve. And reserve pretty much meant backup and reserve pretty much meant flankers right in the end. Because yeah, we, it did. yeah. So as, as you engage, and because you were in separate groups, you engaged on two sides. There was a beautiful little gap in here. And we were just stood like five or six of us. You know, and as the fens engaged, we ra- we just ran through that gap, flanked, bang, straight straight into them. You know, and we just so, wiped them out instantly. Yeah, like it's I remember beautiful. us like discussing this at a time and like having our veterans there and everything, and us like engaging. I remember us being like, "We're going to get flanked here." I remember the veterans being like, "No, we have the builders back there. The builders are not going to let you get flanked. You need to trust them." Sort of thing. We're like, "Okay, yeah. okay, sure, yeah." So we're going to trust that we have Night's Watch behind us and we're not going to even look behind us. We know that builders are back there. We've got Night's Watch. We're just going to engage here, even though it feels like we are getting completely surrounded. And yes, then the builders come through at the right moment to like flank everything around the sides. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just talking from like a LARP experience. Um, I, don't, I don't have any like real life combat experience in that. In that I'm sure there's people that... And I, I know for a fact that people on the field that, that that do actually have um real life uh wisdom on these types of these types of things um but just from from anecdotally from me um and and seeing it a lot now uh funnily enough we, like we came back from another larp this weekend which was an empire player event a similar thing happened so what like i said everyone runs to the front and goes oh no there's gaps Exactly the same thing happened. So I, there was like a group of there was a group of Dornish knights. This is a small scale player event. It's not big big battle, um, but there was a, a group of Dornish knights. Um, I didn't have any armor on, 
and there's a few of us that didn't have any armor. Well, a couple, at least a couple of us that didn't have any armor on. I just had a big sword, uh, no armor, so no shield. Um, and there was a gap, and the Dornish knights were like, "Oh, fill the gap!" And I'm like, "You don't need the gap filled. You're fine because you feel like you said you feel like when you're at the front, when you are the front line, it feels like you are vulnerable on your side because you can't. But behind you, I'm like, look, I've got a big freaking sword." If they run through that gap, that is their death. <laughs> they are not going to run through it. Do not worry. You know, we want them to come it's, in. It's that trust. It's trusting mm. the people around you. Yeah. Whereas if I fill the gap and someone shoots me, I, I can't You're protect gone. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't. I can't do that. So, what we did in this game is that similar thing. Like you know, there was, uh, like you said, you you had to have trust that you know you had units behind you. That's the problem with being the front line is you can't see ones behind you. So. Yeah. Uh, but it was beautiful. We we cut them. We just cut through, went th and also that's the thing when you're excited, you want to be on the front lines. You want like to fight in LARP, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna fight, even though we were told, okay, stay back, stay back. It doesn't mean we weren't gonna get any action. We just watch you do all the killing. We actually dispatched of them in an epic yeah. and f efficient way that made us feel like absolute heroes. You know, <laughs> so yeah, that's what that's what we want in. Uh, uh, that's what we want in door. Maybe I should just say this story in character. Maybe I should make up uh, an in an in character story. Of... Um, I'm pretty sure we've just fought in the barrens for like ten years. I'm mm. pretty sure this would have happened at some point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on though. Uh, so that was pretty. Did we? I don't think we lost anyone on that push. We ended up pushing up the hill. Then we had to pretty much we did. go. No, we did. Yeah. So. Oh, did we? So what was the next part? Actually, and I can feel well. Like, we we, I we went. We, did, we we lost a few people. Yeah, we yeah. went up the hill, and then it was a matter of going down into the ford, like down into the the dip. There wasn't actually a ford there, but I'm assuming it's like a little dip right, into the okay, ford. Okay. So the rangers went all the way around, um. But uh, so like the the two separate rangers. So there was a couple of rangers that went with the stewards, and they went yeah. down the steep hill to the left to the left, and a load of the rangers went all the way around to the right. Um, but ended up like we were on top of the hill seeing the other side of that little valley as builders and went well the stewards are going to get screwed because we saw all these fens coming towards where the stewards were and the rangers were way over there we had three groups of rangers though. So we had one group with the stewards one group that was floating and we had five of us that were vanguard did you go through that little tiny narrow thing and cross the little stream a bit uh, no. So that's where all the stewards went. So as the builders... No, we were, I wasn't yeah. with the stewards, so no. Yeah, no, no. So as, as the builders, we were like, right, okay, well, where are we needed? And we ended up being, like, on the top of the hill again. Like, there's a little ford, so it's like, there's a hill going down, and then obviously we can see the other side. So we needed to be on the other side. Uh, we saw the stewards head down to go, like, the shortcut, and the rangers went the long way round. So you went off to the right. It was that. Remember that road that we were like. I don't remember. Okay, so that so there, there was a road going up a hill, and a load of people started walking up that way, and they went, "Oh, by the way, that's the wrong way." Like the the crew were like, "That's the wrong way." <laughs> Oliver, this is what I. This is the same story I said where ages ago when I was like, "We went on that steep hill." That's what you're talking about right now, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Five of us went down that steep hill. Everyone else was was with you guys. Right. Okay. So we had a tiny little group that went down that steep hill. Yeah. And this is when we were told we had to wait until you lot had got to the bottom, and we were like holding on to trees, waiting, being like, 
We're just gonna start going down. So you went with, so you went with the. St- oh right, no, no I, I know where, I know Stuarts. where you were. I know where you. So yeah, there were three groups then. So there, so there were you yeah. guys. Uh, the, the the larger group of rangers went the long way round, uh, yeah. which we didn't know was the, it wasn't the fact that it was the long way around. They just thought they were gonna hit the fens. But from our point of view, as the the builders, we saw the fens coming towards the stewards, and the rangers could not see them, and we were like, um. Rangers, so that like, makes so much more sense yeah. now because you you've told me so a few times that every time I'm like, what were we talking about? Because yeah. like, yeah, like we had, I were a group of five. We're not meant to go with the shoes. We were the vanguard. Yeah. So we literally saw a shortcut and we're like, we're going to yeah. head down there so we can yeah. flank down there. Yeah. And while we've got one group that are floating and one group with the stewards, no, that, and that makes sense. Yeah. They were meant to be now. Remember yeah. where the builders were as well? Yeah. I think. Yeah. But... So as the builders, we're like, which way we go? Because obviously, then we obviously we saw the steward. We were going to follow the stewards, but we were still on top of the hill by the time we decided. And so we saw the fens moving down to start engaging with the stewards and the rangers, with the majority of them, were just miles away. <laughs> and they were just like taking their time. And obviously we were shouting across. Uh-huh. Or our veteran was shouting across being like, get into the fight. Like you need to hurry. And they're like, they're yeah. like, piss off. You know, like, no, no, you actually need to hurry because they're sense. about because... to get done. Because like yeah, we were told mm. like we were like wait. Because I remember I was saying to you, I was like we're waiting. I was like why are they not down there yet? They need yeah. to move. Yeah. Because we were like sitting there, we're like I, I was literally holding onto a tree because it was that steep, and I was like, yeah. are they moving? Because yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna slide down this hill yeah. at this point. <laughs> so we uh, are now fighting uh, in a valley now, which was um, which was a real intense uh, <laughs> intense fight. Because we had people who were like coming, obviously, everyone, they always had the high ground. They were always coming from behind us, from in front of us. And we were just being harassed. And then the thing was, it was like a constant thing of like, where are the stewards at? Our stewards are like dropping like flies. They were the only ones that could heal us. And obviously, every time we were like, you know, we, we, we ran up to the front, we would get attacked from the side. Then when you ran up the hill to be like, the problem was obviously with the, when they have the high ground. Uh, it's difficult to be like, should we engage? Should we not engage? And obviously, physically, it's hard to run up those damn hills. So, uh, and then by the time you got up the hills, the the stewards were getting attacked from behind. We were like, oh, great. <laughs> so the stewards, we were having people drop, and then obviously being like, we don't have time to heal them. We need to get moving. That, I think that was what was really exciting about this in, this whole yeah, like, sequence is we... that we had to keep moving. That was really cool. Like we lost our leader here as well. We lost our veteran at this point. And oh, did you? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, when you were like, "Oh, we did. Oh, we lost him." I was like, "Yeah, no, we lost our veteran at this point." Well, yeah, because um, I was talking about the time the, the before with the, the big dip. Well, it might yeah. have been before. Like yeah. we we lost her basically. Mm. As a lot of it, like, was because I was just constant combat and mm. it didn't stop. To kind of, I, I at no point was I standing back watching things i was always in the front so i felt like we were just constantly going our veteran died i saw our veteran go down and i like was like checking in on them and got them up and we carried on going but then they'd gone down again and we'd lost our veteran that point we kind of went right but our veteran's gone we're still the vanguard we still need to carry on do what we were doing so we just kept going from that point onwards, trying to kind of like continue what we we're doing without our veteran until we managed to get to the other ranger veterans. And this is when we obviously all split off differently um, because we needed other ranger veterans to help here and everything. And luckily they were all like freaking awesome. Um, so we lost that veteran. And then the next part I remember actually is when we then kind of actually stopped for a bit. And we're able to have a bit of a breath. Yeah, so we 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 found a um some some of the people that had, d- players that had died started rolling in as 
NPCs. Um, so they were like, you know, or well, you know, playing NPCs. They it was were like, great. Every time we lost them, we we're like, great. We were fighting them in a few minutes. Well, yeah, because <laughs> some of them were NPCs that we started fighting, and some of them like came back as night night's watch members. You know, so you know, as as we came, one of them was like. Oh yeah, you know, I've I've found some bits and pieces. Um, because we then were right. Okay, we there's going to be a gate. We need to get through that gate, builders. We need a way to get through that gate. We're like, cool. We can build a battering ram because we're builders and we're awesome, right? And uh, as we got to this little shed, there was a fizz rep of a battering ram inside. Um, and a Night's Watch member was like, oh yeah, I've I've gathered a few bits and pieces. This is where I've been this whole time. Um. <laughs> a few bits and pieces and we're like cool we'll go in so the builders went in and pretended we were building a uh <laughs> building what was really weird is um there was like a, a someone whose backstory they were farrier another one i was with one of the builders i was with building the thing was like oh i used to be a blacksmith and i was like well i don't know anything about that i used to be a sailor you know <laughs> It's really, it's really weird for me. Um, <laughs> the thing is, Oliver, the fact that, that I noticed, like, obviously, in real life, you are a farrier. And there was, they actually had, like, an anvil and stuff. If you noticed in, in like, right at the start, there was an anvil, like, a real anvil. Um, everything was sitting there. And I was like, you could really, like, it would be, I know it's something that you wouldn't want to, like, steer into because you're like, no, that's my day job. No, I would but totally I NPC would, as an actual working farrier. I would totally honestly, do that. Honestly, they had the whole <laughs> setup there. You could have quite easily grabbed some stuff Um. And just started making some shoes or just shaping some horseshoes and stuff and doing some things there. And yeah. I think a lot of people would have been like, that is so cool and cinematic having the background. So, um, yeah, um, feast your, your eyes if you want an NPC <laughs> if you want an M- blacksmith if you want, in the background. An, an epic NPC that's going to shoe a horse. Uh, you will shoe a horse in the background. I will literally shoe a horse. If I, if I can get hold of a decent <laughs> horse, I will totally do that for you. Um in in that in it's especially in that settings it's quite quiet as well I, um, I can feel everyone's comments now of i know a horse for this <laughs> uh anyway so we, we got this battering ram by the way so that battering ram it was like a four person like log with four handles uh four person log that sounded really weird it was, it was a log with four handles <laughs> the, most, the image it in my mind weird, Ollie, until you said that <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say it. <laughs> yeah let's get on this four portion person log um so yeah the, the fizz rep for this log was actually had some weight to it so it was, it was made of foam and that but it actually had a core that was quite substantial oh, i thought it was log i thought it was an actual log no, <laughs> it wasn't a log no, no 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 it wasn't that heavy right so uh, I was like, oh my god he's yeah. so strong so we, we need yeah i'm just like stood here while we're all role playing la, la, la. um so we needed to get um i'm doing the hand signals for the gate uh so we needed to get, yeah we needed to uh we knew we need to get through a gate and we knew that we, obviously we had a little bit of downtime one to oc like catch our breath and and wait for the crew to obviously get into their positions and, and do the thing uh the plan was to uh batter the door down of this of the of the encampment and uh set fire to their stores right um mm. That was a plan. So OC, we had like little. Uh, some of us, a uh, couple of us, had little um, smoke um, grenades. One of them being uh, Jay, who's been on the podcast for his character. He was a builder, a veteran builder. Uh, had a little smoke bomb. Um, 
and uh, so that obviously the plan was to uh, the builders were to break down the door, uh, the rangers were to f- fly into the into the fort and kill start killing things, and the people who had the explosives would go into the the towers and blow them up. That was the that was, that the, was plan. the plan. Yeah. So like with the Rangers, we had to then like reassess our groups. We'd lost a veteran and we'd kind of started a bit. So we had to reassess. And we needed a group to protect the builders and run in. So I wanted to be in that group, of course. Pretty much the whole vanguard went, Yeah, we're in that group. We're doing that. <laughs> we're in the front as long as we could do it. <laughs> um and we were down to like our two um Ranger veterans. Um and one of the veterans was like explaining it's like what should be done i was like yeah okay i know what to do and um, this is another person i want to reach out to because the role play i had with this person was awesome and um, i don't remember their ic name and um, they had like um black hair shaved sides up in a bun awesome role play like all weekend i was just like they were great so um they'd explained what had to happen and we were like right okay so we want to be in this part here um and the next stage, once we'd all actually had a rest, I think out of character, we everybody did need a bit of a rest and a sit down. So that was all handed to us. And then we headed up the hill towards like this gate, didn't we? Yeah. So what was quite funny was that, uh, so of, again, this was, uh, this experience of this game has been magnified by the fact that you and I, this is our first time at this site as well. So, everything we saw was brand new <laughs> that was the thing so as we obviously this fort had obviously been used quite a few times in all in their other games this is the first time i'd ever laid eyes on the fort so it like my immersion was really high you know i was like all right okay they're like right we're going to this fort and i'm like i have no idea what to expect you know so we're carrying this up and everyone's like marching up the hill at quite a rate and i'm like i'm supposed to be role-playing carrying this heavy battering ram up and also like there was only four of us carrying the thing and i'm like hey this this is what i get for being a builder everyone wanted to be rangers and i'm like Haha, i'm a builder i get to do the battering ram thing awesome so we're going up this hill now we had this plan of being like okay you know you need to go three two one three two one bang three two one back into the yeah. thing we had this technique of how we were going to use the battering ram as we climb this hill we start going faster and faster then we see the fort a load of rangers are already on like backs against the walls ready to go yeah i was like down like on my knees ready to go in being like right okay, yeah. let's take a few hits you know we're already walking ready. at quite a speed we're pretty much running at this gate and we're just like okay and we're just like uh, the immersion must be so high that we didn't right think oh yeah this isn't an, a real gate there isn't going to be actual people bracing it and we just went ah! <laughs> just just slam this this thing into this gate the gate obviously like goes open because it's a larp right so the gate obviously goes like that opens and we do this little like loading screen thing we're just like okay as the doors open and there's a little moment where we're like oh we didn't because we expected to be like oh and like give it a few hits so it just obviously just pops open there's a load of fen just like looking at us and we're like, uh, and even the rangers are like, okay, it was probably only a couple of seconds, but it felt like a complete, like, complete buffering moment. And then we were like, oh, what, yeah, what do we, we do? Like... Luckily, there wasn't a load of archers waiting for us to batter that door down. Otherwise, we would have just been dead, you know? <laughs> 
So like, yeah, we all like started to run in. And what I did notice is the um. So first, I didn't actually expect this. This was the same for so like our garden. This is where we actually started off at the weekend. We started off at this fort. We went through those doors right at the start of the weekend and everything. So when we came up and I saw the fort, I was like, oh my gosh, we're back here again. I did not expect that at all. Wait, when did we go to the fort? Where we started. So we did all the training. Oh, remember? it was! Oh my god, yeah! Oh, it was! Because we were on the groups. other side! Because we were on the, yeah, the other side! Two so groups! <laughs> yeah, that's right! We were on the other side, ah, yeah! Uh, we were on the other side and we never we went, went through, through the doors. My, my yeah. group went through the doors. That's right, that's where they were keeping our weapons! Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> we go through it. Now, in the little tower things, there's people hiding in there, and I think I got sick of being like, be careful, it's people in there because every it was just a sort of like running thing of every single time somebody walked past, they were getting hit by someone who was hiding inside there. I was like, it's, they'll all work out, it's fine. And we were like heading in. And the next thing I remember was Jay, um, uh, with with this um, like smoke bomb and like cover me, I need to go and like you know set this over there. Like, okay, yeah, I don't know how to cover someone. <laughs> it's so <laughs> cool. So then obviously, the smoke because they're just they're just like smoke grenade things, right? So like. Um, red smoke grenades and yeah. as they all went off um the crew were like this is fire mm -hmm. like yeah you, you're gonna run here it's fire it's basically forcing everybody out of these little hidey holes yeah. if you like yeah. so yeah and uh yeah and then we proceeded to fight waves and waves of of fen in this fort you know and uh oh so what, a, what a good time what a great time this was so for those of you who are fans of the show, the episode called The Watchers on the Wall, where you have that beautiful cinematic shot where it's going around and there's all these individual fights and not one is more important than the other. They are all equally as epic and as vital to get that ending that they're after. Every single person is important. Every single moment is necessary. That's what it felt like being in this fight. I would turn around and we see you know my ranger friends fighting alongside um builders to to end someone i'd look to the other side and see someone get surrounded but suddenly this um red smoke would come out and engulf the other people and it was just it was so it was so epic the part of me just wanted to watch what was happening yeah it's it was <sighs> I, I totally agree because it, you you felt like you were jumping into other people's narratives. So every time you turn, you know, you would be fighting one and you would turn around and then there was another character there fighting another. And you knew that when you jump in, you get to be part of their part of their narrative. So someone was like, oh, and they'd be struggling. And then you'd come up and you'd be like, well, I, I you know I've got a sword free. So you'd run up to them and stab the person that was like holding them down trying to stab them and you'd come up and you'd be like ah, like that and then you know the fen would die and you'd help them up and then they they would run off to run off somewhere else as you turn around and then you get accosted by uh, a couple of fen then someone comes in and then saves you it was it was yeah oh, it was it was it was it was so good there was so many little narrow like you said so many little narratives going on as well there were people you know there were people dying people having their heroic moments it was Oh, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. It was just, there was so much mm. like, to actually go through it all is ridiculous. But I mm. think to pick out a few and what you told me about Maz 
and oh. Max's character oh. and the yeah. Ironborn. That sounded imp- incredible. Yeah. So, so I mean, that, so this is right at the end. Uh, this was this is right at the end. Um, so you know, there was a, there was a big battle. It was very cinematic. It was very um, dramatic when we when that when the last Fen fell, and we were like, we did it awesome and then we had obviously a lot of people had died you know again it's like so from a gameplay point of view you know like obviously if like if you are being surrounded and pummeled you might be like oh am i gonna die but it is completely up to you yeah i love this rule set of like you know if you're like i want my character to die you could literally have just been like oh no you know i got stabbed in that last encounter i'm not gonna make it and they die, so we had a lot of people that you know were starting to get laid out, dead. People were like, "No, you know, having their own little, their own narratives that kind oh, of wrapped that whole up thing the weekend." That happened here actually, because this was crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll, go- we'll start with we'll start with, we'll start with the Mars one. I'm going to tell you what happened here because this was crazy. Yeah, it's funny because you you just bring up the Mars one, but that that was the that was a, a good example of like a little kind of narrative kind of wrap up. So, um, the entire weekend, Mars's character had been like, "Oh yeah, the Ironborn," like making comments about sly comments about the ironborn being like oh yeah well it won't matter if they die this out the other blah 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 to give um, like background here as well Maz's character was from bear island now bear island and the ironborn typically have been at war a lot in the past this is due to the fact that you know bear island is on an island and they share that coastal line um the ironborn have had rebellions throughout throughout um history and um, Mazzy's character quite proudly announced the amount of Ironborn they had killed over the years and so on. Um, this was like a big thing between these two parts. The, those people from Bear Island and the Ironborn do not like each other. Do, they do not get on. And this is spanning back um, like, like hundreds and hundreds of years. This is a long battle between them historically. So now fast forward to the next watch. We have an Ironborn and somebody from Bear Island who volunteered yeah. to come and fight here. Well, why, like, from a third-person point of view that it, it stuck out to me is because Maz's character had not only been like, oh, yeah, no, I don't like Ironborn constantly all weekend, um, but she'd also um, said a few things about people, like, getting killed. People get so she had this thing where she kept being like, you know, well, if you don't have any friends, you're going to die. Like, you know, it's, yes. it's like, so like when one of them got captured, like when we're talking about the Lannister and things like that, it's just like, and then one of the other Ironborn got captured um, the night before. She was like, ah, well, that's what happens when you don't have any friends, then you, you know, you're going to die because no one cares about you. You know, if, if you have friends, people will care about you. People will save you. And so the, 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 the battle was over and there are people and they're getting read their last last rites by the the sept um and we were at like a couple of us like oh we need some someone just do a perimeter we knew out of character that was kind of that was the end but it was like it makes sense in character that a couple of us like keep an eye out just in case right so i'm like i'm fine i don't need to watch this so i'm like i'm gonna just walk around um and do a perimeter while that's going on and as i'm like walking just walking around i see like maz and this ironborn and um they're like talking they're role playing together and maz's character's like you never guess who saved me <laughs> you know and it's the fact they were having this moment 
you know, and uh, they were like, oh, well, you know, and they're like, you know, you're not that bad after all, you know, this type of thing. And it just it, it, it just had a nice little narrative bow on it because I'm just like, yeah, well, and I looked around and obviously as I was talking to them, I looked at the people that were alive and I was like, you know, and it, it kind of held true that it's like, oh, yeah, if, if you have friends, if people look out for you, then you will survive. And obviously that Ironborn looked out for Maz's character, the Bear Island character, and they both survived, you know, so it was a nice little kind of. Um, mm. I, I like that thing, and it was it was the fact that you had all these little narratives going. And that's just what LARP is, you know. You have all these little so, narratives. Yeah. The the death that got me was George's character, because mm. I was like, you know what? If anyone goes here, I, I, I don't see a big reaction. The characters, no many people here. Obviously, apart from Florian, she'd be a bit like, okay. When when her character went. I was like, oh my gosh, okay. A lot of role play moments with character for the weekend. It's fine. It's fine. She's gone. She's gone to Warrior. I knew it was going to happen. It was when her, I'm going to say love interest from what the story was bringing us over the weekend. When her love interest was crying, I had real tears in my eyes and I couldn't stop it. I went up to her. And put my arms around her. She's like, "No, you need to be strong. You need to end this. You need to end it for her because otherwise, she died for nothing." And I did this whole thing with this character. This character, by the way, I barely said two words to all weekend, which kind of made a bit of a difference. The fact that I was just like, "No, no." You need to stay strong because she is a warrior and she died as a warrior and how dare you break down when there's still enemies there to fight and it was just so like it was it was pretty incredible it was so strong the emotions that came from it oh my gosh i remember like after that walking up to you you'd done your perimeter and i remember walking up to you and putting my my, my hand like up on your chest feeling that you were like still there and still alive I'm partially kind of thinking you know have we done it have we actually managed to do this or is something else going to happen here and I remember that sort of like moment with you just at the end there yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I know what you so uh tying things up in a nice bow for the builders uh one of the elk clan was there and uh yeah our veteran went over and said hey you know we're after some ponies and they're like hey with all that you've done for us you can have the ponies cool uh and uh, yeah we were like stood together the thing is we didn't actually spend a lot of time together like in that entire encounter either like the, even though i'm saying that was my favorite bit of larp that i've ever done most fun in larp that i've ever done um majority of the time i was just like the, the times i interacted was just like coming either you were saving me or i was saving you from a fan basically that was it you know it was really cool that we just had that crossover kind of story you know like like ships crossing paths you know yeah um type, type thing and then yeah as we stood there together then it was like all right time out you know and uh yeah what a what a, what a great what a great game um it was honestly it was <laughs> It was absolutely epic. Mm. 
Um, every moment of the game was epic. The check-ins and OC were just beautifully done. I took so long to come down from this game. And even now, like talking about it again, I'm just like, I want to be back there. Yeah, well, we um, might get the chance. <laughs> we might get the chance. We, we, we might get the chance. That that thought of being mm. able to play those characters as veterans is just incredible. Yeah. I, and I, I, what I will say is after our first feast your eyes event, um, I 100%. Well, we know we're going back, but I 100% would go back to games. I would 100% like to crew going forward as well because this felt like, at first, it felt like this was a full family that we stepped into almost. A, a family of, of people who knew one another so well, who were so comfortable around one another and so trusting. And by the end of the weekend, it felt like we were part of that family. And I think that's yeah. pretty beautiful. Yeah, no, it was it, it was great. Um, we need to wrap this up now because we're like, definitely we're we're kind of over time. Um, yeah, yeah th thank you, thank you, uh, feast your eyes for a great game. Uh, thank you to, um, the crew. Um, a lot of the crew members that I I, I have larped with you before. Uh, but all of you were absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, my fellow players, uh, what a great, what a great time. Um, especially the veteran builder players. Um, I got great role play with all of you. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I was so stoked after this game. I had, I had so much fun. Uh, anything else you want to say before I wrap up? Pretty much exactly the same as you. Like yeah. the, the, the group that I had, like the, the veteran, um, Rangers were amazing in what they did. The fact that this game was laid out, that you could really go for whatever you wanted, um, regardless of your hard skills, I would say as well. Like, I would say I wanted to be a Ranger, that's what I wanted. Now, my backstory lent me for something else, um, and everything was pointing to something else, but they really took into consideration the fact that I, as a player, just I wanted to be able to arrange it. That's what I wanted, and they made it happen. And I had the most fun, the most epic role play. The NPCs were wonderful. Um, honestly, I just I cannot wait to do something like this again. And um, I've already mentioned L like quite a lot so far, but I just want to say L your um your acting range is incredible because you played so many different roles this weekend and every role was so different and um i really enjoyed getting to interact with every single role that you played um and the whole lot of you are wonderful it just really it really shows how great um ilarp and face your eyes are at picking out your crew and making them feel like they can really go go for it yeah awesome well if you enjoyed the show make sure that you follow make sure you subscribe so you know when a new episode is posted if you are listening on your favorite audio platform leave us a five star review uh, leave us a comment down below we do also have a patreon if you want to support us over here at to have to roll uh, you're under no obligation to do so we just appreciate the help uh, but yeah, make sure you share this around. Um, I will be putting all of the uh, links to Feast Your Eyes, to the uh, photo galleries as well. 
and hopefully we will be doing uh, more of these in the future of these types of one shots, different types of LARPs, uh, smaller LARPs. Hopefully we'll go back to Feast Your Eyes. I'm pretty sure we'll go back to Feast Your Eyes. Uh, hopefully we'll try some iLARP. Um, I know we are, we are looking at other games that run at Eversley as well. Uh, you can go check out our back library of our podcasts if you want to hear some of our Empire stories. Uh, go and check out some of the guests that we have mentioned um, in this game previously. It's got all the all the guests for you to go and enjoy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> until the next time, though, we love you very much and stay safe.